Here's what happened this morning with Stacy and Clayton. 606 with Guns and Roses. We are Stacy and Clayton. How you doing? I'm great. Thanks for asking. Um, Canada has, well, we make this list all the time just because it's actually a list of the most powerful passports in the world. And we're on it. Oh, boy. <laughs> I feel like we should be. I don't know. It's one of on those lists edge where... edge of my seat. Well, guess what? Uh, we came in tied at 8th. Uh, with Australia, Greece, and Malta. <gasps> Yay! Go us! I've seen this list. I think. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It comes out, obviously, every year. And this year, Japan is number one. Singapore and South Korea are number two. Germany and Spain tie for number three. And I always thought it was just like... I don't know. The powerful, right? It seems like if you were to flash one of these passports, people would be like, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry, was that a one of the most powerful passports <laughs> on the list? Come on in. And, Absolutely. And the truth comes out as to why we're talking about this. Stacy has a fantasy. She always wants to be I like... I do. I want to like flip my Canadian passport. She wants to be like Mulder and Scully from X-Files back in the day. Always Absolutely. flashing the badge. Agent, Mul- Agent Scully. And I get a seat at a restaurant. Exactly, right? You just want to flash the badge. You want to have that little moment. That's what you want to do with your yeah, passport. I don't want to necessarily get into someone else's country with my passport. You want to be in Italy and just flash the Canadian passport passport and have everyone go just, like Ooh, yeah. a Canadian passport no it has everything it, to do with visa it's yeah Japan has apparently 193 visa free destinations and then it goes down Canada mm-hmm. we have apparently 185 visa fr- oh no that's in collection with Australia Greece and Malta whatever that's just small potatoes well there you go so yeah number eight more absolutely necessary information for you you're right there. welcome <gasps> time to play is it genius you decide whether or not this is genius or kind of stupid um there's these youtubers their page is called red letter media uh they bought every single copy of a random 1987 movie on vhs the movie is called nuki it's a uh like space movie about this alien. It's kind of like an ET ripoff by the by the looks of it. Uh but these guys, they bought every single copy. They spent a year going on like eBay, used video stores, all that stuff. They got like 107 copies of this movie. Okay. And they destroyed <laughs> 106 of them. <laughs> So they threw 106 of these um, VHS tapes into a wood chipper, and they only have one left, like the nicest, fanciest one, the one that was in the best shape. Right. And they sold it because it was the only copy left of this movie. It's super rare. Is genius. it genius? Yeah. Genius. I wow. Think that's a pretty smart idea. Now, the best thing is they sold this extremely rare movie for $80,000 because it's the last copy. That makes perfect sense. Now, all the money went to charity. It didn't (laughs) just go to their pockets, right? They're not doing the classic YouTube thing, it's all about us. No, they're good YouTubers giving the money to charity. Aw. Can you do this for, like, anything else? Like, can you do this for other random movies in the 80s? My question is, like, were they actually able to track down every copy of this movie? What if someone's got one at home and they're like, oh, my God, what? I have the last one. I'm sure there's someone in, like, Des Moines, Iowa right right now, like, wait a second. I I love that that movie. movie. Now, the thing is, it has kind of a cult following online. Like, you can't just get any random movie because there are so many out there. It's got to have kind of a 
following. Right. Okay. This is one of those movies where it's so bad, it's actually kind of good. Okay. So it has that kind of following, and people... It does have uh, a 1.7 out of 10. It's pretty bad. <laughs> pretty bad, according to Rotten Tomatoes, and they're never wrong. Ooh. But, like, this would work for... Like, this would work for video games. It would yeah. work for CDs. It would work for vinyl records. You just buy every Toys. single copy. You got one left. <laughs> people are weird like that. It doesn't even matter what it is. If it's the only thing left of its kind in existence, people are like, I want it. Yeah. Well, you don't know what it is. I don't care. I want it. I want it right now. Here's the situation. Um, you're walking around town. Maybe you're out for lunch. Whatever. You're doing some things. Uh, you run into someone famous. Yep. Not like A-list famous, but solid B-list. Okay. Solid B-list. Uh, you're a fan of this celebrity. Um, you have been for a long time. Do you go say hello? Maybe snap a photo with them? Ask for their autograph? Or... Do you leave them alone because they're people too? What do you do? This It's funny you should say this because this did actually happen to me. Oh, wow. What an amazing I, coincidence. Uh, chef David Adji. David Adji. Um, Canadian no chef. No way. Yes. He was the in town. David Adji. Yeah. For some kind no of, idea. I forget what it was, whether it was like a, a big dinner or whatever. I saw him at the farmer's market. My husband and I were there. Mm-hmm. And at the time, we were watching a lot of the Food Network and so I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe it's him. And I asked him for a picture. And he was like, absolutely. Smiled, left, felt great. End of story. All right. Good talk. But no, I know what you mean about, like, do you risk going up to them? And, like, I, I just, it was really hard for me to do this. And, again, it's not a huge celebrity. It's just a chef from the Food right? Network. Now, if it is a big, huge celebrity. But if right? I saw Tom Hanks at the farmer's market. Right. You got to go say hello. You got to go say so. hello. I think when it's a giant, huge star like that, you got to be like, okay, I I have to go You're up. You're never going to get this chance you again. You see Axl Rose <gasps> at the College Park shopping mall. You're going to go up and say <laughs> hello, right? Uh, again, same situation with me. Um, I was at the Free House when it was still called the Free House. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Styles from Whose Line what? Is It Anyway? Sitting right at the table beside us, <gasps> right? Now, we play it cool. We're like, no, no, no. We're not going to talk to him. We're just going to pretend like he's not there because he's out for lunch. He doesn't want people pestering him, right? So we didn't say anything. No photo, no nothing. We just ate our lunch and left. Still regret it to this day. Oh, 100%. Still regret you it to this day. You also should have ordered a drink for I him. Know, and been I like, know. Uh, the people at the See, table next to you. So here, here's my mindset. Because they were super close to us. And I'm thinking, hey, I'm not going to say anything to this celebrity because they're probably so used to people walking up to him, asking him for stuff, yeah. that I'm not going to do it. That'll be a nice, refreshing change of pace for him. And he'll be like, wow, what a nice person for not pestering me. As a reward, I'm going to be friends with him and then walk up to me and hang out with me Which and say thank happen. you. Oh, it did, that would never, ever happen, ever, but what if, I want it to happen. What if he went back to his hotel room and he was like, oh, I can't believe no one asked for my picture today. I guess I'm not that famous right? after all. I guess I'll just quit. Oh, all because of me. God. All because Styles. of me. Sorry, Ryan Styles, if you're listening. Sorry, pal. 
some good meeting celebrity stories on the text line at 938963. Wes, right to the point here. Henry Winkler, Midtown Plaza, 2010. Told him I love his work. We moved on. <laughs> so See, that's, that's nice. That's what I would do if I ever yeah. met a celebrity or a famous actor. I'd just be like, love you in that movie, bud, and move on. That's it. Don't ask don't for a photo. Don't be weird. Don't be creepy. Don't do anything like that. Kevin, the leftover rap guy, he's famous on the show because he gave us that awesome life hack. Just put all your leftovers in a wrap. Yeah. It becomes delicious. Amazing. Leftover pasta, put it in a wrap. Mm-hmm. It's great. He said, remember when I met you at the Bare Naked Ladies concert, Clayton? That's my celebrity story. I just had to come say hey. We chatted for like 20 minutes. It was awesome. I am not a celebrity, Kevin. <laughs> I am like an H-list celebrity at best, just here in Saskatoon. Oh, so, man. Uh, I also had someone come up to me. I was at the liquor store yeah. in the beer fridge portion, and they were like, hey, Stacy," And I was like, yes? I listen to you all the time. And I was just like, okay, if you If you do recognize us from our videos or our voices, whatever, come say hey and tell us you listen to the show. Because we were talking about it yesterday. Sometimes we forget that people listen. And it makes our freaking day well, and when people are like, hey, we love the show. Come say hey, talk, take a photo. We love doing that kind absolutely. of stuff. Absolutely. The yeah. fact that you are like taking a minute to say yeah. hi to me absolutely Again, I'll say hi to you we're H-list celebrities yeah. on a good day please say hi to so us so please pump please. our tires we need the ego <laughs> boost okay uh, new words there's a couple oh man Oxford co- Dictionary they're coming been- to town I was gonna say <laughs> Yeah, look out. Here they come. Look out. Whoa. Oxford Dictionary, I don't know. They're a bit late to the party. It's January 12th already, but they've got their new words for the year. And uh, some of them are good. One of them is astal, an artifact uh, to be a, considered to be a pointer or a handle for it, whatever. Uh, but then it just right away gets into all these, like... Trendy words. Air fryer is now in the Oxford Dictionary as a small convection oven typically used for fry foods Wait. using very little oil. And yes, no. it's two words. Yeah. Those words already exist. They're just together to make... It's a thing. Crash diet is in there, which is weird because I feel like that's been around forever. It's the same thing. It's already words. Uh, Adapt. A casual gesture or greeting of acknowledgement. Snapping your fingers, bumping fist, whatever. See, that's fine. Halfsies. I don't even know why these words need to be like... Who doesn't know what halfsies is? I'm just going to Google the definition. Holsies. Oh my God. Um, mononym is in there now, a one-word name, like a celebrity like Madonna. Uh, See, that's good. That's valid. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Habsies, mononym. But also, Pinky Promise, Porch no, Pirate, no, Tailgate Party. No! Tallywhacker. Ooh. <laughs> Again, why is that just being put in the dictionary? I don't know. It's been in them around for ages. I am mad. This is the Oxford Dictionary? Yeah. That's why we're a Webster family at our house. Yeah, right. We're a Webster's Dictionary family because Oxford Dictionary just throwing around this nonsense. I feel oh. also it's the online dictionary, so it's not oh. super official. Well, that doesn't even count. One thing that they don't tell pet owners doesn't matter if it's a dog owner, cat owner, iguana owner, but this is more specifically for dog owners here, I think. Uh, one thing that they don't tell you is that when you are watching a movie or a TV show or just scrolling through Twitter, Instagram, whatever, and you see a video about uh, an older dog, maybe a dog passing away, yeah. Maybe it's a story about a family doing something awesome for their dog on their last day, something like that. Uh, when you see that, it will make you immediately think of your own dog and their last days. Oh, 
Absolutely. Even if your dog is happy, healthy, and two and a half years old, you will see that video and be like, oh man, in 11 years, I am going to be a wreck when this happens to me. It happens to every dog owner ever. You start thinking about that day and you're like, oh, that's going to suck. I have to say, like we had a dog as well, Lucy, Mm -hmm. uh, rest in peace. She's an absolute sweetheart. And after she passed away, people were like, oh, are you going to get another dog? Oh, don't ask people that. First of all, none of your, well, it's not that it's none of your business, but it's a tough question Mm -hmm. to answer. But I also wanted to say that like that factor for me played into it huge. Mm -hmm. The emotional factor of having to say goodbye to another pet again. I was like, I don't know if I can do it. Tell me you're not a dog person without telling me you're not a dog person. They just asked that question, hey? Just get a replacement dog. It's not like it was your best friend for 14 years. Just get a new one. Whatever. Okay. It doesn't work that way. Oh, uh, but when you, there's no coming back from that during the day. No. Like if, if you think of your dog passing away at 9.30 in the morning, guess what? Rest of the day. <laughs> Ruined. Ruined. There's no coming back from that. And it's even worse if your dog is in the same room as you when you're thinking about this, right? Because you start to start to get emotional. You're looking at your dog. And again, the dog could be 10 months old. And you're like, <gasps> I just love you so much. I just much. love you so much. And then the dog in its head's thinking, uh-oh, my owner's sad. Uh, I got to go console. And that just makes it worse. The dog is right in your grill, <laughs> licking your tears. What's wrong? And you're like, I'm sorry. And the dog does it even more. I'm trying my best. And just, stop loving please me. Please stop loving me. This is not the time. And the dog is like, this is my job. This is the time. This is literally You will let me love time. you. Stacey and Clayton, weekday mornings 6 to 10 on Cruise. We have a library of things. Yeah. It's located in the basement of the Better Good on Broadway, and it's one of those places where you can just go and sign out a crock pot. If you need a crock pot for the mm-hmm. weekend, but you don't want to buy one off Marketplace or anything like that, or a friend doesn't have one to lend you, you can just go and sign out these things. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's a library, library of things. Things. I think it's a great idea. You're going camping and you don't have a tent. You sign out a tent for the right? weekend. Right, or, I don't know, an air mattress, something yeah. like that, or one of those like camping stoves. They probably have something like that. They say they have over 700 random items nice. that a you can just go and take out. Selection of board games mm-hmm. and homewares and all that kind of stuff. I think it's just such a great idea. Now it's honor system, right? There it is an honor system, yeah. There aren't any late fees. There aren't keeping track, anything like that. It's honor system. It's the don't don't be a dink system. That's yeah, what it is. Exactly. Don't be a dink. Don't be that person who's going to steal from the library. I mean, obviously, there are some people who are going to do that. Whatever. Yeah. But. Don't do that. 98% of people, I think, are just good people, and they're just going to take advantage of a great system we have here. Library things. Where is it again? Basement of the Better Good on Broadway. Just for like a fun YouTube video or something like that. I want to go there and just be shocked that they don't have the most obscure things. Because library of things, right? <laughs> Within reason. Well, yeah, and this I, is Saskatoon. Let's I just wanna I just wanna go there, talk to the person at the front desk. What what do you mean you don't have any deep sea welding equipment? Seriously? <laughs> oh, oh man. You don't have a set of left-handed paintbrushes? What do you mean you don't have any giraffe grooming kits? What? I am looking specifically for a knitted tuxedo. You don't have a bumper car? set up ready to go 
Oh, man. Yeah, I was wondering if you guys had a 17th century butter churn. You guys don't have seven stained glass windows that are seven by five feet? Red- oh, I'm looking for a coffin. <laughs> It's uh, for six feet. Is that a good size? I'll bring it back. I promise. I'll bring it back. <laughs> what are you using this coffin for? Never mind. It's not all candy and rainbows here on the Stacy and Clayton show. Sometimes we have to talk about the sad stuff. Uh, drift on 19th Street. Yes. Shutting down. Uh, My friends called it the hipster place. <laughs> Whatever. The hipster place or the place with the big balloon on the roof. That's what it was known as. Yeah. Um, but on their Facebook post, I'm just going to read it word for word here. The last sentence. Stay tuned for what's happening next in the space. Oh my God. You know what this means, Stacey. Yes. It's time to play everyone's favorite game. What's, what's going, going in, in the, the building? building? Everyone in Saskatoon <laughs> loves this game. When they find out that something shuts down and it's like, wait, something new is moving in. Mm-hmm. We love speculating slash starting rumors yes. slash totally randomly guessing because yes. we want it here on what's going in that empty lot. So, Stacy, I don't know about you, but I heard... That Mary Brown's is moving in there. Mary Brown's fried chicken? Yeah. Come on. That'd be the most ridiculous location for a Mary Brown's. I, well, I do know... Hipster Mary Brown's. <laughs> we can scratch Hooters off the list. Yeah, Hooters isn't going in there. Hooters Olive is Garden isn't going in there. there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and before we start going down this road, Bonanza isn't going in there. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Can we... Is that joke dead? Is that joke burnt to the ground like Bonanza? Ouch. Uh, first of all, of all people to be saying that you think we're done with that joke, this is like your baby, no, Bonanza. It's not. Yes, it, it used is. used to be my baby. Have you given up? Babies grow up and leave the nest, okay? I don't know. I'm a little over the Bonanza jokes. Okay. It's been eight years of nonstop Bonanza <laughs> jokes online here in this city. It needs to stop, okay? I heard it's actually going to be a new indoor doggy park. Okay, that's ridiculous. Again, we're just making up rumors here, Stacey. We're playing the game. You're right. Eastside Uh, Mario's is actually coming back and moving on in there. Hey, bada boom, bada bing. Okay, perfect. Uh, I heard it's another red lobster. We need two. Oh, you can eat crab. Well, you need two red lobsters to say, hey, do you want to go to that red lobster or the good red lobster, right? Right. I love that when there are two locations of a certain <laughs> restaurant, like chains in a city. Should we go to that one or that one? Huh, that one's bad. Let's Actually, go to the good one. I heard it's going to be one of those like medieval carnival places where you can, um, like a horse comes by, you eat with your hands. Medieval times? Yeah, There's yeah. jousting at uh-huh. 8.30 every single That's night. That's happening over at uh, the park out front of the Old Fortune Oh, really? Yeah, awesome, yeah. Uh-huh. It's going to be a tight squeeze in there a little bit, but... <laughs> Begin jousting. And that's the end of jousting. All right. If you want to start some rumors, you want to, you think you know your uncle's dog walkers in the know of the restaurant industry, throw us some guesses. 938-0963. We've got a text. Kyler, I heard it's going to be a Taco Bell. <laughs> Very timely there to Kyler. Very timely. I heard it's going to be an Orange Julius. Imagine. I love Orange Julius. Can you imagine like an Orange Julius lounge? <laughs> The rumors are swirling. What's going in drift? Because they're shutting down 
Sad news, mm-hmm. but it means we get to play our favorite game. What's going in the building? On the text line, um, Kyler thinks it's going to be one of those 200 new Taco Bells coming to Canada. Right? That makes total sense. Fanciest Taco Bell ever. Uh, we got another text at 938-0963. I heard a Nordic spa is going in there. Nice. You know what? I don't think the location would be uh, great for a Nordic spa. You know what location would be great for a Nordic spa, Stacy? The Willows neighborhood. Yeah. That would just be the perfect spot for one. Oh, wait. They had their chance and they ruined it. You blew it. Anyway, we digress. Uh, Sticking with the uh, restaurant industry, there's a server in Regina who recently retired after working the same serving job for 30 years. Wow. Her name is Cheryl Tovey. She started working at the Bushwhacker Brew Pub in 1992. I've been there. That's a great spot in Regina. (laughs) Um, You probably were served by Cheryl. Good chance. She's been there since 92. She just retired, I think, on New Year's Eve. Uh, 30 years being a server. Yeah. And when you tell people that, they have the exact same reaction as you just did. Wow. They turn into Owen Wilson. Wow. Wow. I think it's because serving is so many times considered something you do to like put yourself through college or school right. or as a part-time gig that mm-hmm. you do on the side on weekends only just to make a few bucks or whatever. But it's a legit job. Absolutely and it is. some people who have like that all-day part at, at restaurants, right? Oh, like yeah. they open up at 10 o'clock and then they go till 5 until the night crew comes in. It's a good gig. Why not? It's a good gig. The tips you make. Right. And if you are a server for 30 years, mm-hmm. clearly you are a good server. Very good. Right? So there's you a, know what you're an, doing. There's you're an making art. good tips. There's, exactly. There's an art to being a good server. I served at Tony Romas for four years. Best job ever. I think I made more serving and bartending than I do now. And you'll hear oh, don't that. Say you'll that. hear that from servers a don't lot. Don't quit your job and become I know, a server. But they'll they'll serve for four years during college. Yeah. And they'll graduate college, go to their adult job, and they'll be like, What was I doing? Serving was way better. Tips I made way amazing. more money, right? And of course, you know. There's a limit to how much. You're always going to be making minimum wage if you're a server, but the system here in Canada just works out with the tipping thing. And we're not going to get into the whole tip versus no tip no, debates. No. We'd be here for 17 minutes. Uh, but just the way it is right now, servers, I just, oh, you've been a server for 10 years? Oh, wow. That's, serving is Why a great not? job. It's a respectable job. It just seems like nowadays you got to go to university for four years to get a respectable. No. I think they've got to figure it out. I think they've got to figure it out as well. Tips. And you leave everything at the restaurant. You're not bringing anything home with you. Oh, there's no stress. Except for some fries that maybe aren't eaten. You're maybe taking that home with you, but that's about it. Or like a really bad customer exactly. that kind of ruined your day. Yeah, Whatever. but that's five minutes and then it's over, right? Yeah. Like you're not taking sales calls. You're not on your email learning about the new specials for tomorrow, <laughs> right? No, you show up, you leave. It's yeah. kind of jealous now. I'm just going to look at uh, saskatoonjobs.ca. Naming your child is a big responsibility. Oh my God, is it ever. Um, Not if you have a legendary grandpa and then you just name him after that. Love you, Morris. Yeah. Love you, Mo. That's an option, but still knowing that that is the name you've given your child for their life, I guess they can legally change it, but whatever. There's a mom and she's getting uh, you know, ridiculed online, of course, because she wants to name her baby um, after the app where she met her husband, the father of this child. They met on Tinder. Oh, no. And she wants to name the baby Tinderly. T-I-N-D-E-R-L-E-I-G-H. Oh. 
I didn't think I it could get why. worse. I didn't think it could get worse after Tinderly, but then you throw in the E I G H way of spelling it. Come on. E I G H is a very pretty, I think, spelling myself, but like, I, that's, that's Tinderly. That's much. That child is going to be teased and ridiculed yeah. for years. Like, Think of the kid in this scenario, parents, I mean. right? Parents always think of themselves when naming the child. Oh, we like the name. Well, think of the child. 20 yeah. years down the road when they're applying for jobs. Tinderly? Yeah. Tough one. Tough one. What if that was the rule, though? What if you had to name your firstborn kid where you met your significant other? Yeah. What would Fiona's name be? Rugby club. <laughs> Rugby club cabaret. Rugby club, don't spoil your dinner with cookies, okay? I said no rugby club. RC. RC. Right. Uh, Morris would be named some random guy's backyard. Yeah. This is fun. <laughs> Someone else's Christmas party, come here. Home Depot. Home Depot. Time for dinner. Rider game. Rider game. Listen. In line at Arby's, where are you? Farmer's Market. <laughs> Skies. Skies, where are you? Riley's Shooter Bar. <laughs> Riley's Shooter Bar. Outlaw's Dance Floor. <laughs> so many options. Wow. Wow. What would your kid be named if they had to be named after the first place you met your significant other? <laughs> Long question. But fun answers. <laughs> Come here, Poverinos. <laughs> Just... Come here, Golf Dome. <laughs> Come here, Golf Dome. It's a great place to meet single people, by the Absolutely. way. The Golf Dome, I'm just throwing it out there. Especially if you can golf, give some tips. Let us know. Here's our daughter, Ruckers. Come here, Ruckers. That's a good one. Getting some texts at 9380963 about what your child's name would be if you had to name them about where you met your significant other. Yeah. Uh, Janine, College of the North Atlantic would be our child's name. Aww. Lots of texts uh, that saying that their child would also mm-hmm. be named Riley's. Oh. So, yeah. Getting some people saying bingo. <laughs> bingo. My kid would be named bingo. That's where people find love nowadays. They go to the bingo. Hey, oh, uh, let us know. 938-0963. We need to talk about an epidemic that's going on online, Stacey. Excuse me? Um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It doesn't matter. These people are everywhere online. Um, instead of picking up the phone and calling a place or even texting a place, heck, even sending an email to a place and asking that place directly when they have a question, they'll just go to Facebook Hmm. and ask the question as their status. Anyone know a good muffler place? Why don't you call a muffler place instead of just getting your Facebook friends to do your dirty work for you? I can't stand that. It's lazy. Your example today... I don't even want to talk about it, but someone uh, I follow this group online, and they were like, "Does anybody know if a certain restaurant takes reservations? I can't see anything online." And it's like, "Hey, how about you pick up the phone, phone the restaurant, and while you're on the phone with them, make that reservation you were looking right. for." Right. Kill two birds with one stone there. You get to ask the question about the reservation and then make the reservation. And the other thing, too, like, obviously, you can put the question out there on social media. You're oh, going to yeah. get a th- weird responses. Totally. totally. But you can also Google it and then also find Google reviews. It's They're the, all there online. It's the letting people, you know. It's the people that don't put in any effort. No. It, 
if you give call, me the information. If you call around, you ask around, and then nothing, then sure, yeah. But it's the people who are like, oh, I need this. I'm going to go to Facebook, and that's your first. No, do, yeah. do a little bit of investigative journalism yourself or yes. research or something like that. It just seems as if people expect someone to just knock on their door and be like, hey, I heard uh, you're, uh, you need some new tires. Here's three great tire places. Okay, bye. Yeah. Life doesn't work like that. You need to you need to put in a little bit of effort. Well, and I don't know, like getting information and comments from people online, how trustworthy is that? Again, just Google it. Google it. Or phone we have them. this amazing tool called Google. Just Google it, guys. Time for another edition of Is It Genius? We're going to give you a situation here. You have to decide whether or not it is absolute genius or just stupid. Um, There's this uh, group of YouTubers. Stupid. No, (laughs) just kidding. Actually, fair point. Fair point. Uh, There's this group of YouTubers. Their account is called Red Letter Media, if you want to check them out. Okay. Uh, They bought 107 copies of the movie Nuki. On VHS. Nuki's a movie. It came out in 1987. It's like an E.T. ripoff. It's like a science fiction space alien movie. It was out of South Africa. Yeah. It got 1.7 on Rotten Tomatoes or something like that. It's (laughs) brutal, but it's one of those movies where it's so bad that it's good. Right. It's got that online cult following that some people love it. So these guys, for a year, scoured the internet. Kijiji, Craigslist, Facebook buy and sell. They went to antique places. They went to old video rental places that are still around, and they got every single copy, they think. So they got 107 VHS copies, and they destroyed 106 of them. (laughs) They put 106 of these VHS movies into a wood chipper, leaving only one left. It was the one in best condition, and they sold it for 80 grand. Oh my God, that is genius. Right, it's the only movie left of its kind. It is the last one of its of its existence on planet Earth. Yeah, that's genius. And people go banana sandwich for that stuff. Oh, this is the only one left on planet Earth. I must have it. I don't care what it is. I need to have it. Here's twenty five thousand dollars. Because rich people are going to do rich people things. Exactly. They just want the power. They want the story. So you thinking this is genius? That's really smart. Could this work for anything else though? You think? I don't know. I see. For me, I'm a bit of a skeptic. Did they actually get all the copies? Well, there might be. Because what if someone is reading this story and they're like, wait a minute. Yeah, Runs exactly, down to the right? basement. I have a copy of Nuki. Yeah, there might be Charlie in Mississippi hanging out there. Right? Wait a second here. So maybe they didn't get all of them, but to their knowledge, there's only one left. And they sold it for 80 grand. I think they that's don- so clever. They donated the money to charity, by the way. They're, Even better. They're good YouTubers. They're not the selfish YouTubers you Aww. always see. But it, it seems to be a genius move. This would work for, like, toys, I think. If you had a very niche toy, yeah. video game, yeah. DVD anything. box set, something like that. I don't the know. The last of anything. So the verdict is genius? Yes. Genius? I need to see this movie. <laughs> I need to see this movie now. N-U-K-I-E is how it's spelt. Rocks! Fun fact about uh, the city of Bridges, Saskatoon. uh, We have a library of things. I love it. And it's back open. 
Over 700 items you can just take out, like you would a book at a normal library, but this is just a library of things. Things that you can use, like if you're wanting to make a big batch of chili and you don't have a crock pot. Mm -hmm. There you go. Let's say uh, we get another big dumping of snow. You don't have a shovel? Boom, they'll have a shovel for you. 700 plus items. It's in the basement of the Better Good, which is next to the yard on Broadway. Yeah, exactly. That's where it is. I I, I was having trouble picturing it in my head for some reason, but yeah, you're right. Um, 700 plus things. Like deck of cards, crib board. Lots of board games. Practical things, right? Realistic things. That being said, just as a funny video or a funny thing, I want to go there and pretend to be upset that they don't have like the most specific things ever. (laughs) That's what I want to do. I want to go there and be like, what do you mean you don't have any underwater welding equipment? Are you serious? Well, now what am I going to do with my afternoon? Or ask him if I would like to sign out a pool table. You guys don't have those? Come on. Fine, I'll just take a giraffe grooming kit then. Oh, you don't have one of those either? What? Fine, I'll just take a Mercury 150 motor then. You don't have one of those either? Oh, my goodness. Do you have those original dangerous lawn darts? Do you have seven stained glass windows, five by seven feet each? No. Do you have Dharma and Greg season two on DVD? See, now that's no, no one obscure. has no one has Dharma and Greg on DVD. And if you do, give your head a shake. Oh, Come someone on. does. If you have Dharma and Greg, oh my any God. season on DVD, any season. give us a text with photo proof. 9380963. How much you want to bet we don't get a text before 10? I will bet you $5. Five bucks, yeah. Five bucks okay? No text. No one's having, no one owns Dharma and Greg. Be real here. <laughs> no one even knows what Dharma, it was a show. I watched the show. It was so bad. I watched the oh, show. Oh, it was bad. What are you terrible. Mean? What do you mean you don't have a harp? What do you mean? Jeez. Day room. What do you mean you don't have a bunch of stuffed jackrabbits lying around? I would like a taxidermied moose. Stacy and Clayton, <laughs> this just took a turn. Wow. Uh, we might giggle through this. Sorry. Um, half an hour ago, we were talking about the Library of Things here in Saskatoon. 700 things just available for you to, to pick up, bring back. It's a library of things. Yep. Exactly what it, talk, what, it, what it sounds like. And we were talking about how it would be funny to go there and just demand ridiculous things. Yeah. Like underwater wel- welding equipment or giraffe grooming kits or sea monkeys starting kit, something like that, right? Uh, and then I brought up, yeah, I wonder if they have season two of Dharma and Greg on DVD. <laughs> Saying that no as like, that. no one would ever have that, right? And you were like, no way. Someone's got to have Dharma and Greg on DVD out there. Someone's got to have season two of Dharma and Greg. We put a $5 bet on it before 10 o'clock. Yeah. Someone texted in. Well, Jerry on the text, 9380963, texts in, hi. Sends in a photo, Dharma and Greg, on DVD. I was like, wow, that's... It's weird, though, because it's in German. And I was Hmm. like, hmm, why would a guy in Saskatoon have a German DVD of Dharma and Greg? Seems fishy. So what do I do? A little bit of Googling. Hmm. After, I'm not going to lie, I had to try a... Probably like two or three different searches. Mm -hmm. Jerry, you've been busted. Wow. It's off the internet. Jerry thought he could pull a fast one on us and send us a Google image. Yep. Because because Jerry doesn't like me and wants to see me lose this bet. Jerry's a Stacey fan. 
Well, tough break, Jerry. We got you. We got gotcha. you. <laughs> we got you. We got gotcha, you, buddy. CSI. We got gotcha. you. Cruise FM. Whoa. That felt good. <laughs> Honestly, because I was so I was so in disbelief. I was like, yeah. as if someone actually does have that. As, Why is it in German? As if someone enjoyed the show Dharma and Greg enough that they went out and bought the DVD. Well, can you imagine if no I would have said... No one liked that show. Yeah, I'm wondering if someone has season two of Dharma and Greg, but in German. Jerry, oh, <laughs> here we go. No, Jerry, you can't lie. Can you imagine, though, listening to the radio and you actually had that? But no way! What are the odds? Still, though, if there's, what, 45 minutes left in this bet. Yeah. If you legit have Dharma and Greg on DVD, <laughs> give us a text. Please. 938-09-C3. Whatever. We got you, Jerry. We got you. Casey and Clayton, weekday morning 6 to 10 on Cruise.